Welcome to day five of 28 days of yoga. I am so happy that you are here. I'm very proud of you for showing up to day five. We are doing this together. How exciting. So I want you to begin just like me in Sukhasana. Cross applesauce on your mat. Bring your hands together at your heart and let's close our eyes. Bring attention and awareness to the base of your spine and visualize in your mind's eye the connection of your spine going into the earth like roots in a tree. And imagine at the base of your spine is a red ball of light that's always moving and spinning. This is where your root chakra is. And now going up from your, the base of your spine towards where your womb would be, if you have one, into your womb space. Imagine here an orange glowing ball of light. This is your Swadhisthana, your sacral chakra, where your feminine energy is, your emotions, your creation energy, your ability to create life, and your ability to create anything. So this practice today is going to honor our sacral chakra. You can open your eyes and on your next inhale, raise your arms up above the sky and then lean all the way to the right. You can bring your right hand down on the ground and look up and just move whatever way you want to here, getting a side body stretch. And then on your next inhale, raise your arms up to the sky and then lean over to your left any way that feels good for you. And reach all the way up. We're going to come into a butterfly, Baddha Konasana pose. Baddha Konasana is Sanskrit and it means bound ankle. Your ankles are bound together. When I was a little cheerleader and a little girl, we used to call this butterfly. And I remember being in gymnastics classes and they would have us all sit in butterfly and flopping our little wings. <laughs> And they would ask, go around a circle and ask all the little girls, where are you flying to? I'm flying to Disney World. <laughs> so flap your little butterfly wings if you want to. And then we're going to push our chest out and look up, similar to a cow pose. And then round your back and bring your chin into your chest like a cat. So taking those spinal cat-cow Poses with your feet in butterfly. On your inhales, pushing forward, looking up. And on your exhales, rounding back and bringing your chin into your chest. Keep up the cat-cow-ish type situation. In line with your own breath. And if you want to, you can add some more movement. Maybe taking circles in between. Moving one way. And then moving the other way. Just finding what feels good for you today. 
There are so many ways to do everything, especially in yoga. Always listen to your body and how your body is feeling today. Because remember, now bring your legs out wide, toes pointing up to the sky. But remember that your body is different on every day. And your body is different to mine. So even like the most perfect, perfect way for you to be able to do a pose, even when you're at your strongest, your most flexible, your most capable of doing a certain pose, it's not going to look the same as everybody else because we all have different bodies. Our bodies are all shaped different. We all have different abilities and strengths and weaknesses. So when you are learning yoga, especially online where I'm not in front of you to remind you this, you're not trying to copy the shapes that my body is doing. You're trying to find ways to move that make you feel good. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It just matters that it's helping you feel more confident, feel good in your mind, in your heart, in your body, helping you get more flexible and stronger and finding calm. Really, the main goal of yoga is meditation, which is to be present and to feel good and to feel okay despite what's going on around you. So no matter what's happening externally, you can always control and feel good on the inside and find that sense of calm and be able to be grounded and act from a place of security and stability and strength and to find joy even when you can't find joy externally, like to be able to find joy from within because that is a source you are the source of light that's never going to run out. So now we're sitting here with our legs wide and grounding our base of our spine into the earth. Remember, even visualizing those tree roots to extra, extra ground you. And then sitting up nice and tall, imagining all your other chakras stacking upon the root chakra at the base of your spine. Above that, in your womb space would be your sacral chakra. In your core, you have your solar plexus. In your chest is your heart chakra. In your throat, you have your throat chakra. In your third eye, you have your ajna, your third eye chakra. And then at the top of your head, you have your crown chakra, sahasrara. So you're reaching up towards the sky with your crown. And this is your direct connection to source, the universe, God, however you perceive your higher power, this is what is directly connecting you to them, to you, because we are all one. So inhale your arms back up. Your spine is nice and long. Your energy is nice and aligned and then pull forward as much as you feel like you want to or you can today, keeping your knees straight and your, your legs straight and your toes pointing towards the sky and keeping your spine nice and long so we're not rounding or arching. You want to keep a nice line. You're like a triangle getting more of an acute. You start obtuse and you go acute. But it doesn't matter what kind of triangle you are. Just as long as you're, you keep that triangle, that, that angle, you know, it's not even a triangle because there's nothing here. The angle, keep the angle. So your two flat planes.
and just going forward as much as you want to or as little as you want to. And I'd much rather you bend your knees than mess up the alignment of your back. And come and sit back up. We're going to bring our legs into crisscross applesauce. Two kasana. Switch the cross of your legs, bringing the other shin in front of you. And I'm going to make some circles on my spine because it feels so yummy. So just sitting here and slowly, slowly, like you're moving through honey, going all the way to one side with your hands on your knees, keeping your butt on the ground, going all the way back, all the way to the right, scraping around, just moving in any way that feels good. We're still going in the same direction, pushing all the way back, rounding your back. Slowly moving to the right. Slowly pushing your chest out, looking up. Similar to the cat cows, but in a more fluid motion. Going nice and slow. And then you can switch directions and start slowly moving in the opposite direction. And then come back to center whenever you're ready. Back to Sukhasana. You can switch the cross of your legs again. Bring your hands together at your heart center. And just with your hands together, bring them nice and tall. Bring your shoulders up, pull them back, and drop them down. And using your ribs and your upper body, turn as much as you can to the right. Keeping your lower body just where it is, only turning your upper body towards the right. And come back to center. And again, just using your ribs and your upper body while sitting up nice and tall, turn as much as you can to the left. You can look over towards the left as well if that's okay on your neck. Come back into center and one more time turn to the right, just using the strength of your upper body. Come back to center and turn to the left for one last time. Then come back to center. We're going to bring our feet flat on the ground, so lean all the way back, put your hands out behind you. Uncross your feet and just put them wherever feels comfortable. We're going to make our way into a squat, into malasana. So as you're doing this, be sure to keep your feet flat on the ground at an angle outwards, whatever angle feels good for you. So again, you're not trying to copy the exact shape I'm making. You're trying to find this shape, this pose in your own body, how it feels for you. So it might look completely different than what mine looks like. The important thing is, is that you find a pose that feels good in your body today. So your, your toes are 
at a diagonal outwards going to either side. So your right toes are slightly towards the right and your left toes are slightly towards the left. And then your left knee is going in the same direction as your left toes and same with your right knee and your right toes. So just make your way into Malasana so your butt is off the ground. And however deep this is, you might be higher up. This might be really comfortable for you. You might normally sit like this, or this might be really challenging anywhere in between. We're all different people. For me, this is really comfortable, and I sit like this a lot. Just breathe here, keeping weight in all four corners of both of your feet, keeping your spine nice and long. So again, visualize the base of your spine, sprouting roots and grounding you into the earth. Visualize the crown of your head energetically reaching up to the universe. This is a great time to drink some water. If you have some nearby, which I always recommend while you're practicing yoga, have some water or any kind of hydrating beverage nearby. And since you're practicing from the comfort of your own home, Always know that it's totally fine to press the pause button, especially if something comes up or you have to use the bathroom or anything happens, like press the pause button and come back later. I'd much rather you do the practice in bits and pieces than skip a day or not do it at all. And depending on how you feel and how your body feels today, you might need more breaks, more rest, more time in between poses and flows and whatever else we're doing in class that day. And always, always feel free to modify your practice in any way that you want to. So if I'm doing a certain pose that you know you don't enjoy, doesn't feel good in your body, you're not looking forward to it or intuitively, I tell you to get into like some pose and your your whole body is just like, I don't want to do that. Don't do it. <laughs> just do something similar that you enjoy. Just do something else entirely or just wait in Sukhasana and Shavasana and downward facing dog. Just wait it out until something you actually feel good about doing comes along in the practice. Your practice is your practice. And the reason you're practicing is to feel good. So you can totally push yourself if that's your vibe, but if even this malasana is bothering you, you can totally just sit in sukhasana while we take our squat. You don't have to join us. I mean, there's probably other people out there modifying that pose as well. So from malasana, I want you to slowly, you can bring your hands to your knees and kind of slowly stand up and then step out a footprint further on each side and come back into a squat, into goddess pose. So now your feet are turned, your right foot is turning all the way to the right and your left foot is turning all the way to the left. And you can bend your knees, bring your knees above your ankles. And when you're here, you can kind of get more into it. So your left feet, left foot's facing this way, right foot's facing this way. 
and try to keep your spine nice and long. So again, the base of your spine rooting into earth, crown of your head reaching up to the sky. Bring your hands to your thighs or your knees, whatever feels better. And then turn to the, the left. This is a nice way to crack your back, stretch out your spine, and then go to the right. And stand all the way up. Turn your toes in. So now your big toes are slightly in and fold all the way forward. Look up and get some length and fold again. Look up and get some length. Rise your hands all the way up. Turn your right toes towards the front of your mat. Line up your right heel with your left foot's arch and then bring your knee above your ankle. Open your arms into warrior two. Inhale, raise your right arm up and reverse your warrior. Exhale, back into warrior two. Straighten your front leg, reach forward until you can't reach forward anymore and bring your hand down to the, your thigh, your, your shin, your foot or the mat. Wherever it lands is okay. Reach up with your top hand, your left hand, and if it feels okay on your neck, you can turn and look at your left hand. On the next inhale, come back into warrior two. Exhale, and then inhale your arms up, straighten that front leg, turn your toes in, so both toes, big toes, are slightly pointed towards each other. Exhale, fold forward all the way down. Inhale, look up, get some length on your spine, and exhale, fold forward. On your next inhale, stand all the way up. Turn your left foot towards the back of your mat. Bend your knee so it's directly above your ankle. Have your front heel, so the left heel, is in line with the arch of your back foot. Your back foot is parallel to the front of the mat. The toes are pointed towards the side and come into warrior two be sure to keep weight in that back foot so still pressing down with that foot inhale and reverse your warrior come back into warrior two straighten that front leg reach forward until you can't reach anymore and come into triangle pose opening up keeping weight in that back foot Come back to warrior two. Straighten that front leg. Inhale your arms above your head. Point your big toes in towards each other. Fold all the way down. Heel toe your feet in a little bit and sit back into Malasana once again. Bring all your weight into your left foot. Straighten your right leg, coming onto your right heel. And pressing some weight into that right heel and pressing down on all four corners of your left foot. Straightening this leg. Breathing here and then pulling it back in. Now bring all of your weight into your right foot and straighten your left leg. 
and then pressing down into that left heel as well as keeping weight in this foot. Now you're distributing it between the two. And then come back to Malasana. You can sit down on your butt and make your way onto your back. So prime time to take a sip of water. So we're going to take thread the needle or reverse pigeon, goes by both names. Bring your feet in. We're going to take your right leg, straighten that leg while this knee's bent, and then take, bend your leg. So now your, the outside ankle is touching your thigh, your left thigh. Flex your right foot, and now it's at a 90 degree angle in front of you and you're going to grab either your left shin or your left thigh with your hands clasped so keep this foot flexed and keep this foot flexed as well and you can pull that leg in this is a deep hip stretch you're stretching out your right hip I'm just staying here and pulling it in more if it feels good. Playing around with this pose. Remembering to keep that foot flexed. And then come out of it on that side. Now both your knees are bent. And then you're going to take your left leg, straighten it and bend it so that the outside of your left ankle is resting on your right thigh. Flex that left foot, pushing that knee up in line with it. Gently, always be very gentle with your knees. So flexing that foot, flexing both feet, and then grabbing with your clasped hands, either your thigh, your right thigh, or your right shin. And pulling your leg in towards you to stretch out your left hip. Your hips are energetically connected to your sacral chakra. And this is where all of your emotions are stored. Whenever you feel any emotion, if you suppress that emotion and don't allow yourself to fully feel it, it stays stored within your body until you release it. Hip stretches and hip openers allow you to release some of those stored emotions. And you may feel emotional after being in a hip stretch for a while. Sometimes people end up crying after being in hip stretches or just feeling an emotional release and this is totally normal. You don't have to attach stories to emotions and attaching a story to something, thinking, oh, why 
do I feel that way? Where is this coming from? What's the story? That will just hold the energy in when really to heal from an emotional event. You need to allow your body to feel the emotion and then it will release and process and clear up your energy. So come out of thread the needle or reverse pigeon and rock up and down on your spine a few times. And we're gonna come up and around. And now we're gonna take pigeon on either side. So kind of the same way you were in reverse pigeon, you're gonna take your right shin parallel to the front of your mat. You're gonna flex your right leg so just this part is parallel, your knees bent, and then you're gonna swing your left leg straight behind you. And be sure that your toes are pointed in a straight line behind you. Your foot is flexed. Come on to your left hip. If your knee is experiencing pain at all in your pigeon, come right out of it and just go back to that reverse pigeon. So come back into reverse pigeon if normal pigeon is hurting your knee. You don't wanna feel any knee pain. So coming in to pigeon, your right foot is bent and flexed, and your left foot is pointed directly behind you. Bring your shoulders up, Pull them back and drop them down. Try and get length in your spine. And fold forward, just kind of collapsing onto the earth. And just breathe here, remembering to keep that right foot flexed. Left toes pointed behind you. And if at any point your knee starts to hurt, come right out of it and into reverse pigeon. Or just wait for us in Sukhasana or Shavasana. We're going to be here for a minute. Just breathing into your hip. This is a very intense, both physically and emotionally, pose. If you feel any emotions coming up, it's okay. I'm here for you. This is a safe place to release those emotions. It's okay to cry. It's okay to laugh, to scream, to feel good. However you feel is okay.
When you're ready, slowly sit back up and bring your left leg around and back. Now bring your left leg parallel to the front of your mat, bent at the knee, flexing that left foot, and swinging your right leg around, taking your pigeon on the other side. You might find it, you'll probably find it to be easier to be your body to be more flexible on one side than the other. So remember you're flexing your front left foot, you're pointing your right foot behind you in a straight line. And if you're experiencing knee pain or any severe pain at all during this pose, come out of it, completely come out of it. And remember, go back to the reverse pigeon that we did right before. Or you can just wait in Sukhasana or Shavasana for our next pose. But if you're taking the pose, sit up nice and tall, bring your shoulders up, pull them back, drop them down, getting length in your spine and then folding forward, keeping that left foot flexed. Trying to relax your body into it. And if you're experiencing any emotions come up, allow yourself to feel them without attaching any stories or reasons or ration or logic to them just feel it and let go And whenever you're ready, slowly come out of it, taking your time, bringing your knee all the way back on your back, with your knees bent, grab your feet in your hands, give your feet a little massage while we wait for everyone to finish their pigeon and join us on our backs. So remember to take your time. And if at any point you feel called to pause the video and stay longer, please go ahead and do that. And just giving our feet a little love.
And then I want you to bring your arms out. Reaching towards the right with your right hand. Reaching to the left with your left hand. Cross your right knee over your left. And drop your legs off to the right. Looking towards your left shoulder. Bring them back in the center and keeping them just how they are with your right crossed over your left. Drop them over to the left, looking over your right. Back to center. Straighten your legs and take the opposite cross, so your left on top of your right. And drop it off to your left, looking over your right. And back to center and dropping your legs off to the right, looking over your left. Going back to center, uncrossing your legs, taking any more pose, any other pose or movement that you want to do here. If you feel called to do anything else. If you want to make some circles on your lower back, anything that you want right now before meeting us in Sukhasana, in, in Shavasana, sorry. Just relaxing your entire body, letting go of anywhere you might be clenching, relaxing your butt, your jaw, your eyebrows. Let's do a full body scan, starting at the top of your head, down your face, over your nose, your ears, your jaw, your mouth, your teeth, your neck, your shoulders, down your arms to your fingertips, past your chest, over your stomach, over your hips, your bum, down your legs to your feet, releasing any tension, letting go of anywhere you might be holding on to, completely relaxing, keeping your eyes closed, breath natural, keeping your mind clear, not holding on to any thoughts that are coming up, letting them float away.
slowly start to move your finger, your toes. Reach your arms up above your head. Stretch out. Roll off onto your right side. And slowly make your way back into Sukhasana. Bring your hands together at heart center. Remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to the universe, and be kind to all life everywhere. Namaste. Thank you for joining me in day five. Let me know how you feel after today's practice. You can leave a comment on YouTube or you can head into Bria community and tell me in the group chat how you're feeling. I would love to know and I'll see you tomorrow for day six. Keep it going. You're doing great. I'm so proud of you.